0: Hi, y'all. My name is Denesia, and I'm a 22-year-old Type A Black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst.
1: Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old Type A Black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco
0: as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as Type A
1: Black girls. Hope you enjoy! Hey, you
0: guys. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 10, the last one of the season. Period. Period. Yeah. Yes, we are reaching the last season. I can't believe we're going to enter season 7. Yeah, um, We're not going to have that long of an off-season, which is good news for you guys. You guys mm-hmm. will see us very shortly, so don't, shortly. don't worry, because I know the girlies be having withdrawals sometimes. We got you. <laughs> for so real. Don't worry. We got you, girl. Got you. Um, so this is our last episode, and as you guys know, we have some class announcements to just drill through real quick. Yeah, so class announce- Class
1: announcements, we are on part three of One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. Be sure to stay on track. Be sure to stay on track and finish that book. For our next club me- book club meeting on October 15th, 8 p.m. EST, we have to push it because we're doing a lot of traveling. So that gives you guys one extra week to get that book read, okay? Also, click the link in our link tree um, or in our show notes to join the Type of Black Girl community on GroupMe. Um, it's very engaging. The girlies be talking, and it really just we love the type of black girl community. And finally, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are at 164 subscribers. I don't know who's unsubscribed, but you're on the list. Okay. Um, let's get to 200. Um, I need y'all to start sharing this stuff because we've had all season to get to 200 subscribers, and we know more than 200 of y'all listen. So I need stop whatever you're doing, log into YouTube, subscribe because mm-hmm. we know everybody got a YouTube channel or you at least got an email. And I'm going to see 200. I don't want to say we're not going to post another episode until y'all we get to 200 because we are, we got, we got a plan and we got to stick to it. But just know if if we wasn't type A, it really would. We, we, we gonna hold these episodes hostage until we get to 200.
0: Yeah. You know? in, in theory we would be type B, but we just not them type of girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: But um, yeah, those are all the class announcements and let's get right into RBT. Moms, please go first. Cause I'm excited for the birthday shenanigans
0: yes okay so rbt if you guys are new here rose is something good during your week but is what you're looking forward to next week thorn is something bad during your week hopefully y'all you know we know the drills you know we season seven almost that part so um i'll start with my thorn so right when i came back from houston you know i got my little scooters if y'all didn't know I bought a scooter because I do not like walking. I know I live in a very walkable city. I don't like it. I genuinely do not enjoy walking. I feel like I get sweaty before work. Like, it's just a whole workout. And I realized, like, altogether, I think I walk about, like, an hour a day.
1: Oh, wow. Because I walk
0: 15 minutes, like, to the train station in the morning. And then I walk 15 minutes when I get off the train station to work. That's 30 minutes already in the morning. Yeah. And 30 minutes going back home. Mm -hmm. I hated it. I was like, I, okay, cool. Enjoy the scenery, whatever. I'm not with it. So I bought a scooter and I've been, I've been just booming, just riding around the the city. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You see me on the scooter, you know, that's me. Mm -hmm. Um, so when was this? This was like a Tuesday, I think. Um, I went to the train station in the morning, put my scooter away, locked it up. Okay. I got, I got a hard lock on it because people be stealing. But the part that I park my scooter in is like in the train station, there's a designated area for bikes and scooters. And it even has all these signs that are like 24 hour surveillance. Like you will be caught if you steal these scooters, da, 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 da. Like very like, you know, they let you know if will are watching. Yeah. And the police are usually like at the station, like like 20 feet away, right? So I have a long day at work. I get home at like seven. I get off the train, go get my scooter. Why do I walk by where I park it and I don't see my scooter? And I'm like, I look around the entire station because I know I park at the same place every day. Yeah. But I was like, let me just, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I messed up today at 830. Maybe I put it somewhere I didn't usually put it. I knew somebody stole it, but I was just in denial. I'm looking around, this Mexican man, so sweet. He didn't speak not a lick of English, but he was trying to help me look for it too. And he was like, oh, no say," I said, hey, me too, brother. <laughs> I'm out of luck. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. So, I in conclusion, my my scooter was freaking stolen. I had to go file a police report and I go into the police station and mind you, it's like pitch black in there and they have like a like a security screen like you know when, like you go to the post office, they have like the, the glass or whatever. Yeah. And it's pitch dark in there and I don't see anybody and I realize you probably can't see them but they can see you. And I was like, "Hi, are you guys open?" <laughs> and this black guy going to come out. "We the police station. We always open." Okay, well, then- well, have the lights on or something because I can't tell. I don't know if you're open, okay? Like, damn, come me some slack. I've had a hard day. So he's like, oh, somebody be out with you to help you help with your problem. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I just, my scooter is stolen. That's literally all I need. I don't need, like, to report, like, no serious crime. I'm not hurting yeah. up. like, girl, why they bring out three policemen armed, ready to, locked and loaded. Talk about what's the issue? <laughs> I just, did it take three of y'all to find a missing scooter? Did it take three? Like, let's be for real here. Like, I appreciate that y'all have the backup, but I needed y'all to be watching the area where the scooter got stolen from, not sitting in oh. the back, hey. waiting for something to happen. And now three of y'all coming out, arms on the belt. What, what, what's the issue, ma'am? I'm like, I didn't even need all of y'all here. Like, what's going on? So now I got to show them the crime scene, quote unquote. We go to where the bike station is. They like oh. it was right here. I'm like, yeah, it was right here. Mind yeah. you, they have cameras. So I was like, you can check the cameras, like. Between this time and this time is when it got stolen, probably. Yeah. And they was like, man, like, you need to be careful because if you park in the same place every day, someone probably knows your schedule and probably took it on purpose. Because, like, realistically, we've been having a lot of bike stealings lately. And I'm like, so if y'all knew you was having a lot of stealings, why, why doesn't not- anybody watch in this area? Like, they're like, are you sure you locked it up? I'm like, they took the bike and they lock and the lock. They left no crumbs, like, you think if I didn't, if I didn't lock it up, the lock would still be here. Mind. So I was hot, bro. Like, I was just like, this is so annoying. My dad talk about, you should have put an air tag on it. I'm like, where was I going to hide an air tag on a scooter? And track it? And track it? Like,
1: what car are you tracking the scooter from?
0: No, the, the, the policeman going to say, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, sweetie, that's really, that's real bad. That's real bad. Hopefully you have insurance. I <laughs> I said scooter insurance. <laughs> That's so unserious, bro. We for real, like, and mind you, the other two not even helping. They just standing there with their hands on their belt, just ad libbing, like, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a lot of stealings around here. We don't know what's going on. I'm like, bro, y'all are pointless y'all are like rent a cops, like mall cops, Paul Blart, like, please, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, I was just so pissed. I was yeah. pissed off. I was pissed. Then I went to the grocery store the next day, and strawberries were six dollars. I just went home. I said, "You know what? I've, I've had enough. <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up." Um, also, found out. Okay, so let me let me get to first background on Houston. I went to Houston for my birthday. It was great. I was gone basically, just had yeah. a good time truly. Mm -hmm. Um, I turned 23. So I was like, I want to go to Houston because I wanted to originally go see Beyonce that weekend, but I also have already seen her. And as much as I love that lady, I couldn't justify giving her that much of my rent. So I said, I'm gonna just go to the city and just enjoy it. When I tell you the entire city of Houston was taken over by this lady, like there was a stand up sign of her talking about welcome to Houston in the airport when you got off the plane. Oh, wow. Restaurants were playing only her music the entire weekend. The theme of like different items on the menu were like named after her songs. Like, whoa. If I ever became famous, I want my city to go that hard. Like this is a this is a call to Vegas. I need you to rebrand everything to be Donation Coded. Like I was just in awe of how seriously everybody took it. Like the Uber drivers were like, You here for Beyonce? Like they literally, it was like a takeover of the whole city. So it was so much fun. Um, literally had such a good time. I learned that club culture in houston is not what i thought it was the first time i went i was with my line sisters and we had a section but like we was just kind of vibing and doing our own thing this is my first time going and like interacting with other people in houston really and i realized section culture is really killing the clubs man what? it's killing the clubs like i'm not gonna hold you it was just like everyone was just kind of in their own little area and like not interacting and the bottle girls would come out do the little dance with the sparklers and they would poor shot and that was it like no one's dancing I'm like where are the girlies dancing I'm not seeing nobody like there's no dance floor no nothing and I was like maybe New York spoiled me a little bit because the club scenes and the party scenes there, like they be dancing for real so I was just like I don't know what it is but yeah it was and the clubs closed at two I'm not used to that either two hacking it up at two and so now at this point i'm like hitting up some friends that we made the last time i was in houston like hey y'all do y'all know about any after hours and as i'm doing that after one club um the girlies that are sitting on the ground are like hey girl we know a place mind you they look drunk as i don't know what the one girl laid out got her boots off in a, in a little tutu skirt laying on the side of the curb talk about i know where we could go i said i don't know where she's going but i don't need to be there I don't need to be there. She talked about, we go into a place called Double Apple. I said, that sounds like a 30 and up crowd. I'm not going to hold you. I don't need to be at Double Apple. So my other friend hit me up and was like, hey, I know a spot. You can go this place. I forgot what it was called. We pull up to that place. We're in the Uber. Mind you, the Uber lady that's driving us is just driving crazy. Like she not letting me roll down the window because I want to take a video of the of the street. And she talked about, oh, I got child like on because people be throwing up outside my window. And I don't like that. Would you rather me throw up in the car? And I was like, I was like, oh, so they throw up in the car instead? She talked about, no, I got some bags. If we just reach in front of you, I reach in front of me. There's a whole thing of little Walmart bags that she have in case somebody throw up. She wants to smell that. She doesn't want to get in well, the car. Was like, it was crazy. And then our other Uber driver ended up dropping us off um, at the the place my friend recommended. And he's like, oh, ladies, is this it? We pull up to the spot that my friend recommended. Ain't no label on the building. Where really like an empty warehouse no no i said where the where the hell they got us I, where, where are we at and the uber driver was like ladies this is you <laughs> we said we don't know actually he said well uh wherever you go be safe we got out that car when i tell you we heard Scar! Jesus, oh. i He's never seen an uber driver drive off so fast he was scared for his life like left us high and dry in the dust like it literally felt like a movie we was getting dropped off on the side of the road like we didn't even go in there my one friend I talked to them and I'm like yeah y'all we not going in there they was like oh we didn't know it'd be this ghetto either like well then why are we here so long story short we ended up a double apple (laughs) and I was right it was in fact a 30 and up crowd like We ended up finding the girls that was on the side of the road like they offered to drive us and I was like I just realistically I can't get in the car with strangers like that like, especially ones where I don't know how drunk or intoxicated you are. So we didn't go um, drive with her we ended up meeting up with them afterwards and we went into double apple and when I tell you moms like this man he looked about like 45 he walked past me and like, I realized a lot of guys, especially down South, they love to do the whole, like, oh. grab your, grab the small, like your back and walk back. Excuse me, mama. Excuse me, baby. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. So the one did that. But as he did it, he like tugged on my purse down. Like I had like a long hanging purse. He tugged my purse down and then he grabbed my back. So the first thing I do is grab my purse. Cause the booty gonna always be there. I got to grab the purse cause that could, that, he could take that one. That so part. I t- And He's like, he whispers in my, ear, in my ear. He's like, oh, mamas, I wasn't going to take that bag. I said, well, why'd you grab it then? He said, you safe. I said, you literally grabbed the bag. Not you trying to gaslight me. The... <laughs> you safe? I said, what is going on? And so now I'm a little flustered and stuff. And I like take a step back and I almost like stumble because I stepped on somebody's toes. Now I'm looking back like, oh, I'm sorry. I stepped on somebody's toe. It's an old man laid out on one of the sections, knocked out. He didn't even feel his toe get stepped on. He was gone. I was just like, "What? what is going on? So I, I'm looking at everybody else I, at my phone, like checking the time. Like whenever y'all, y'all ready, I'm ready. <laughs> It's, it's it's time to go. Um so we're about to head out and then some man grabs my arm. He like, Where are y'all going? I'm said, <laughs> home. We're going home. He was like, Why are you ain't got no no drink in your hand? I said, I don't I don't I don't really feel like drinking. And he got a whole bottle of warm henny in his hand. I don't yeah. want that, bro. He's like he's like, Well, I I'ma pour you a shot. What you here for? I think my one friend was like, It's her birthday said don't tell him that don't tell him that like we ain't never gonna leave here he's talking about it's your birthday it's my boy birthday now my birthday twin come up here to talk about it. now you gotta take a shot i got henny i got henny i'm trying to find a way to lie out of it like oh i don't drink dark liquor <laughs> like i don't do that he's like oh no worries goes to his his handy bandy notebook is his three musketeers bag pulls out a whole thing of casamigos he's like where do y'all just be having this li- how did double apple let you in here with all that now you talking about oh well you say you don't drink dark so I got light too when I tell you it took everything up in us to escape those men and get outside like they literally were barricading the door would not let us leave until I took a shot Gosh. I literally I don't even know what I said I think I said like I'm gonna throw up or something if you make me take it like I literally was just like no means no bro if I say I don't want to take your, your your warm shot I that think is- that's valid <laughs> I think that's valid like the clubs, the one club we went to, they closed at two and we ended up taking forever getting there. So we got there like 145, but we thought that maybe two was like, like maybe they didn't really mean two. Because I'm like, no way they really close on time. Why we get up there and the bouncer was like, all right, ladies. Yeah, I know we close closing 15, but it's going to be a $40 cover. <laughs> it's Beyonce? Forty dollar covers to stand there for, for 15 minutes? No. He was like, Yeah, ladies, you know, it's Beyonce weekend. I said, Okay. Wasn't that deep. It was never that deep. Pack it up. Um, so altogether, I mean, it was a good time. It was just like the club experience. Maybe it's because we went on such a crazy weekend that there was so much happening, but it was insane. Um, yeah, but either way, I had a great time with my friends though. So shout out to them. We we yeah. had a good time in Houston. Um, and it felt like a mini reunion. Like I saw Sam, I saw Linda. Uh, it was kind of like a crossover episode because um they met Mia and that was crazy. They've already met Peyton before. So like yeah. they already met Peyton, but Kiana was there too. Like it was just like a whole crossover episode of a whole lot of people ill. Like I was just like, wow, I love a good like mits and mingle. Like here we yeah. are. What am I? So things. um shout out to everybody. I mean, we had a good time, but it was just a lot happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I say that also that I feel like I got scammed while I was in Houston because i got a random like instacart charge talking about thank you for your instacart order through paypal and it was like a hundred dollar like instacart order and i was like i don't even use instacart especially not in houston mm-hmm. and so i filed like a claim of my bank and they're like yeah this is a fraudulent charge so we don't know what was going on in houston but someone definitely has access to your paypal so we're gonna block all charges that came from that i'm like bro I can't win. I yeah. literally cannot win. Can't win. Oh, goodness. Um, but I mean, in in better news, um, I had a really cute movie night with my friends the other day. Like, we went out to go to get sushi. I don't even eat sushi. Yes, so you know, yeah. I was really having a good time, just there for yeah. vibes. I was just gonna order some rice on the menu for real. Um, and we ended up going to this place called South House, it was a sushi place, and have no, res- no reservations. So we went to South House, had a great time, and then we went back to my place and watched a movie. And it was just really wholesome. And I was yeah. like low-key I'm starting to love these little like friend dates with my friends more than even going out to the club girl um and finally oh god sorry it's been a long list but we had to get that out we have a lot of we haven't here. had it catch up in a minute no literally like I'm like Speedy Gonzalez through this list um my bud is that I have a spooky bucket list for this love. season okay if you knew me you know that fall's my favorite season my birthday is the first day of fall so it's love. really like you know that time, and I basically just have a running TikTok folder of all the things I want to do in New York and Jersey, of like apple picking, pumpkin picking, hay rides, spooky stuff, like a lot of East Coast foresty stuff that you can actually do that's scary. Which yeah. I don't know how scary it'll be because I don't really play with demons, but we'll see. You know how how scary it can get without me being like freaked out. Um, so yeah, that's the bucket list that I've created with my friends, and I said we're gonna have to knock all this out.
1: I'm right there at the apple picking, but I realized I was like, "What am I do? What am supposed to do with a pumpkin? I don't want that in my house because they'd be rotten, low key. So we're gonna do apple picking. I'm gonna get some apple butter because like there's this app called Nudge, and they send you weekly date ideas to do. Everything. Yeah, and I love it so much. And they were like, "Do you want to do pumpkin apple or haunted house? I said apple, and <laughs> it's about an hour and a half drive. But yeah, I think okay. I, I think I'm right on. I think I'm right on to that. But there's just so much traveling going on. In the next few months, listen. I don't know how much I'm gonna w- want to go outside when I'm not on planes in another state or country. Listen,
0: My friends talk about, oh, it's gonna be save October. I said we've said that all year. It was save January. It was save February. It was save Arch. We what ain't is done that? that. I ain't never heard of that. Save October, like like stack your money in October because you're gonna spend oh. a lot of money. I said we've been saying that all year. Realistically, it's. Maybe a little things
1: here and there, but not for like the, like no, sp- I want to do a no spend month for a minute, but it's just like, sometimes Amazon calls my name. Sometimes I need to c- buy stuff last minute. Like sometimes
0: things happen. Sometimes pretty little thing calls and I can't not answer. And, like there's just certain things that just come up sometimes. Like, and it's, I'm giving myself grace for that. Cause I know how I am and it makes me happy.
1: It's just that simple. Grace is grace. Grace and charging to the game has helped me with all 2023.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, the money will come back reasonably, yeah. responsibly. The money will come back, yeah. but the experiences won't. Facts. Huge facts.
1: Ooh, Okay. Um, For my rose, um, I got a promotion, so Look. I love it a loca Vibes. Here's the thing. I thought everybody got a promotion every single year. Which is something that doesn't happen, I guess. Literally, I was asking all my coworkers. I'm like, oh, how was your promotion talk? Da-da-da-da. They're like, promotion? What? I said well did y'all get a bonus and like for sales they don't get bonuses like that they only get one bonus a oh. year they don't get two and I was like I'm learning so much like I'm talking to my coworkers like oh daddy did y'all get a promotion they're like no we just got bonuses I'm like oh okay oh, okay I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I'm asking everybody how they promotions is and ain't no just bonuses so yeah I also got my bonus so I've had stuff on my list that I wanted to buy. So I wanted to buy this suitcase that I've been wanting to buy probably since last year and some change. Yeah. Oh, like it, here's the thing. It was my b- first big girl purchase when I had my internship. Like that was my, like, I was like, I'm going to spend like two, fifty three hundred dollars 300 on the suitcase. And it's lasted me. I love it down. Away, away suitcases. If I can get a sponsorship by them. If we, oh, get
0: them. mom, girl, away, silly. away or Bayes, Bayes, Shea Mitchell's Yeah. I want that weekender bag. Here's the thing. I just know I don't like
1: stuff on my shoulders. Mm. I know I don't. Mm-hmm. And then, like she, she even said on on TikTok, she's like, "Y'all complaining about the the weekender bags, but y'all filled them up." I was like, "You got me there," because like but, I don't like duffel bags being my carry on. Like I don't like none of that. I like to roll, and it's a good roll too. So I'm gonna finally not- get the um the checked bag because with all the traveling I'm doing, I I'm doing I need a good suitcase. Like you can't really just you can't really cheap out on a suitcase for If you want to last five plus years. And that's kind of what I want. And they have really good warranties, all that stuff. So yeah. we'll probably, I'll probably be buying that mm, probably when I get back. I tried to get some boots. Went to uh, Nordstrom, Dillard's, and Macy's. They didn't have them. I'm sitting here like, I need y'all to get y'all Vince Camuto section a little bit up. Because I saw these online. I saw it in an ad. Looked up online. I got the picture. Get me these boots. So I'm just going to order them. And then if uh, they don't work, it's free free return. So just gonna do yeah. that um I've just been like obviously I made a budget but I really am just like I'm not gonna go to ham but I'm I'm just gonna swipe my card like I've kind of been in my swipe my card mood like it, and it's really just been prep preparing for this bachelorette trip like I feel like if I didn't have this bachelorette trip coming up like it wouldn't be nothing nothing insane but to my thorn so I ordered Three things are a pretty little thing because I had ordered my clothes off a sheen uh, about a month and a half, two weeks, two months ago. And Mm. I was like, oh, I want my body to look like this. That is the last time I shot for what I want my body to look for. I need to shop for what my body looks like because Mm -hmm. I really felt like two months ago, I was going to be in the gym consistently, life-life. And I did it. I got one of my walks. I I did my best, but I've been going. Okay. So now the outfits I have, Don't really work with the shoes that I have or nor the body that I have and how I want it to look. And I'm like, let me get some pretty little thing stuff. Get some pretty little thing stuff. I sent it to the wrong address. I was like, oh, I'll just switch it when they send me my tracking order. Got got my tracking number. It's nowhere to be found. I don't know where my package is. I don't know where it's getting delivered. I'm just going to call it a fraud. And. Charge for the game. And then um, so then I had to order Fashion Nova, do $13 shipping. And I hate paying for shipping. Like it really hurts me because it feels like it's not going towards nothing. You know, so I got a pink dress and a black dress. And honestly, the black dress kind of gives your your black day for your birthday, but just like very little little black dress, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So very, 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 very booby, very butty, very leg y. So very excited. And you know how sometimes you don't know if you're going to match the vibes of the place because it's not your friend, it's your other friend's friends. hmm That's, I mean, you definitely know that. I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't know what this box looks like. Like, like. When, none of nobody done sitting in the outfits in the group chat, like. It's, oh, it's that type of vibe. Moms, it's just themes, colors, and you. We're, we're going out. So do with that information what you will. And we have mood boards, but. Not everybody will follow these mood boards because I'm not going to hold you. Not a lot of them be actually reading because I'm a part of the planning committee. And if you are have ever been a part of a planning committee for a birthday or anything, specifically a bachelorette, you know, sometimes those girls can get on your nerves. And oh, my gosh, I just need y'all to read.
0: Just just take a second and break it down. And realistically, when it comes to the outfits, too, it's like, can we all be looking like we're going to the same event?
1: I don't know if it will be moms so uh, y'all won't
0: hear really
1: what the batch will be like because it'll it'll be during off season but you will see it on my story for sure this will come this it'll it will probably already be passed or no this is coming out this friday so you guys will see it sunday uh saturday and sunday but if you guys follow me but um me and Asia have our little recap which she'll understand it but i'm not about to be putting people on blast on the plot um also north carolina was a grand time hit all my favorite food places. So that was great. I got to see um, India and Winston. And I made, speaking of like spooky stuff, India is a giver. India is a huge giver. And she doesn't really have many people that pour into her the way she pours into other people. Like a lot of her friends Mm -hmm. are like physical, uh, physical touch and quality time. And I like to try to match what you would like for your love language you know even if it's not mine I'd like to match it but I love giving gifts I love seeing people run my gift to the ground because I know you used it you mm-hmm. loved it yeah. so um I got her a spooky basket full of like like she loved extra 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 large shirts so I got her extra large um sweatshirt um I got her all her favorite snacks because I screenshotted basically they did a the secret sand in July of for her team and they got her all her favorite stuff so I screenshotted off her story put got and made sure I saved it and then put everything in the box, and she was crying at dinner. It was great. It was a great time. Like it, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm. Talking about. I love when my friends cry. Like if I can make my friends cry, that's what I'm talking about.
0: That's and mission so, accomplished.
1: Mission. That's what I'm talking about. I literally, my my manager asked me like, how how was how? Give me one good story. I told told him, and he was just like. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, you know, he don't, he don't really understand. I, I said spooky basket. I'm like, this man don't know what that means. I'm I was like,
0: cool. he went, he went home to his wife. Said, honey, what's a spooky basket?
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, but it was a very, very fun time. Just very tired, and it's just like traveling back to back weeks. It's just, Ooh, and oh, I'm just so glad that I didn't go to Beyonce. Oh my gosh, moms, you would have been, been pooped back this morning.
0: You would have been pooped. <laughs>
1: Especially this is my busiest week of work and everybody already irritated me. I got three days, three days to do five days of work because I'm taking off today's three days PTO. So it's just been Mm -hmm. a lot. And finally, um, for my boot, I'm sorry, for my bud, um, Kelly's batch is coming up. I am on, I want to say day nine or 10 of my hundred day challenge. So feeling really good. I'm a 10th of the way there. We got 90% of the way to go. And then I will be Mm -hmm. getting my Canon G7X Mark II. Very excited. And finally... I've been talking to my little brother and he's just like, oh, I just want to talk to you. Like, I just miss you. Can you come to Arizona? I'm like, oh, my sweet. Like, that's just not how that works. Like, I, I came to see you for your birthday. He said, I don't remember that. Uh, you remember really? when you were 13 and I came to brunch with you? You remember that? My bank account remembers it. Thank you. And so um, he's like, oh, yeah, you did do that. I'm like, I'm not having kids. Like, you would be ungrateful. And he talking about some, I said, oh, like, you got any, like, what, what does the girlfriend situation look like? He's talking about
0: some Shh. oh what,
1: what does that mean What, what if you're really? listening my little brother stretched me and put up the number four and i'm like so what is, and he's like i've had four girlfriends i said so what does that look like you know and he's like well um i hang out with my friends at lunch she hangs out with her friends at lunch and then we text i said okay
0: wait 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 wait, 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 wait. he got four at the same time no no, no. he's he, he's had four girlfriends Oh, I was yes. gonna say he's really playing the game.
1: Mind you, mind you, this man um answered the my FaceTime call at with the light skin pose like this. I said, Griffin, put that phone down. Why are you light skinning me? Don't do that. That's weird. L-
0: l- put it eye level, please.
1: I'm I'm a he talk he, he's lifting weight. I'm like, what what are you doing? What what talking about some I have a six pack one to see? Goes into the mirror. I said, okay. What am I supposed to do with that information, Griffin? Look, Congratulations. brothers like especially with this 10-year age gap, we have nothing in common. We yeah. literally have a, no no uh, aligned ideals at all. And it was the cutest thing. This was the, this was the main thing. He was like I said sweets like um you know like what the boyfriend and girlfriend thing like what does that look like? And he told me and he was like I said okay like giddy first kisses, like holding hands. He's like, "No. I'm saving my first kiss for marriage." I said, Aw, that's wholesome. <laughs> Very wholesome. I said, so you're not a complete light skin. So I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that. Because that, he's a light bright. He got his grandma's color. And freck, he taking that to the head. Talking about some almost dreads. Because the other two black boys at school had dreads. Griffin, you don't even take care of the hair that's on top of your head now. You don't. Your hair's too soft for dreads. Like that. Oh. You're not going to take care of it. And my dad definitely is not going to let you get dreads. Like that. He's He's not.
0: He's not the the dreadhead epidemic. As a girly that loves waves, I just I just hope and pray that one day, one day the waves will come back. Like I I get on my knees and pray every day, every day to the gods above that the dreadheads will one day grab the scissors because I can't take it. I'm I just don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. The Get your hands out of your head, bro. Oh, like, cause I, it, it, who's retwisting it? Who? And how are you, and how are you paying her? <laughs> how are you going, buckaroo? What time are you going to get your head retwisted? Like, it's just, it's, it's a lot of stress involved. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the, the drip challenges on Twitter. Wave challenges.
1: I lo- I, let's bring that back. Let's bring let's back bring wave
0: challenges. More. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With love Uh, um y'all let's get right into this episode i know it was a long rbt but we wanted to update y'all well honestly we also want to update each other because we me and the have not had a a, a real sit down update
0: chat i don't know in a in a while like we talked about this it's so hard being podcast co-hosts and friends because something has to take priority and realistically i catch up with a good amount of my friends like weekly at least like I like we talk on the phone and it's a it's a good two to three hour call weekly realistically but I'm like that two to three hour chunk goes towards the podcast yeah so realistically it's leaving off season to catch up and off season is
1: and if we have time it'll be like after the pod but like sometimes the pod like I don't know about you but kind of clouds my brain so I forget what I'm supposed to be telling you and then I forget to write it down and I'm like oh she doesn't miss this part but then something else doesn't take Take taking precedent the next time we talk so I'm like I done forgot about that big thing that happened in my life because
0: something else happened right and then then I'm like oh I didn't tell you about the biggest the biggest thing that's happened in my life in the past three months my bad um so this happened
1: yeah yeah it's here's the thing definitely better than before dreamville like that yeah. like not not like aligned to that at all but definitely like it's just kind
0: of like a toss-up like uh, we just we literally just that's how we try to update as much as possible in the pod because yeah I feel like pre Dreamville we was just like
1: grinding we was going like that was like we and honestly we we kind of low key been slacking on Instagram but it's just like I need y'all to give us grace because even just putting these pods out from Deneja editing to us trying to find time to um to to record to us to periods and us having to push You're it out because of it? cramps yeah the yeah gramps, yeah
0: let's Mm -hmm. just say we're not gonna say too much things will get significantly better soon soon. so and that's all we're gonna say because when we say something y'all really y'all y'all take it y'all remember so Mm -hmm. somebody right now writing this down Mm -hmm. you will see soon um so let's go to dive into this episode so we were talking about how for one me and faye definitely had i'd say like similar like high school growing up experiences and we realized like we are really late bloomers in like a lot of different ways yeah especially when it came to like high school and dating and boys Mm -hmm. and i was like i guarantee you a lot of the type of black girlies can probably relate to us facts huge 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 facts so we're just going to get
1: straight into it. And I've really been seeing this more so on TikTok. This is really where I got it from. And it was they were more so doing it along the lines of, like, the people that have that are, like, addicts. And so they can't start their lives until, like, they're, like, 26, 27 because they don't get clean until then. But I was like, I know we can twist this in a way to where it can align with us. So typically, I'll bring podcast ideas to Nanasia. And then I'll be like, I don't know what angle we should do. And Nanasia will bring the the angle. So... Now we got the angle and we're just going to get straight into the question. So moms, what did your high school experience look like in comparison to the typical high school experience? So dating, drinking, partying, et cetera.
0: Um, I was doing none of the above. Like, as y'all know, I've talked about this in a previous episode, like my family was very strict and I was also the oldest daughter. So it was giving very much like guinea pig vibes, like just trying to be like the best oldest daughter, the best oldest sibling And I was also very, like, very into school, very driven and very, like, doing everything in school. I was in, like, choir at one point, BSU, like, uh, girl, I can't even sing. I really don't know why I was in there. I'm not going (laughs) to, I don't know why I was there. But it was just, like, a lot of different things I was involved in. And, of course, part of me wanted to be doing the, like, partying and drinking and parties and high school vibe, boys, all that, this, that, and the third. But I also didn't know how, like, Mm -hmm my friends that I was hanging out with were also just like me. So it was kind of like, we were just seeing all that from afar, but we didn't really know how to infiltrate into that. Like there mm-hmm. was no easy passing ground into that world. No. It was happening in front of us, and so we just didn't know how to jump into it. Yeah, And I would say like the closest I got to it was me being on the volleyball team because like the athlete circle was kind of like a circle. So it was kind of that vibe, but even still, it was like, if you know, you know, if you were an athlete and you weren't like a partier or like the typical high school kid, It was just the same as you just being a regular kid. It didn't matter if you played sports or not. So, like, I'd say that was mainly what it was for me. Like, I only liked one black boy in my class because he was the only one in said class. Um, He was on the basketball team. And I, I think this might be where my love for tall men came from because he was tall as I don't know what. And I was like, I don't know how tall he is, but I know he black. I'm black and I want him mm-hmm. and that was the only black kid that I liked. My whole school was like mainly Mormon, like white Mormon. Yeah. Like Vegas has a very heavy Mormon community. So it was literally split. It was like Mormons, everybody else. Oh. And a lot of my classes, like if I found any white boy cute ever, which it was never like want to date him. It was like, oh, that's a cute white boy. Well, yeah. there was a good chance he was a Mormon and was probably going to be married by the next year or going off he to. Really yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember the one black boy that I did like in class. Um, one of the girls I actually knew in Decca. She was on the girls basketball team. And why did she tell him Danesia has a crush on you? No. I, I said, girl. That's like number one girl code, like number one girl code. Literally, I remember dreading Decca because I was like, I don't even want to see her. I don't even want to look at her. So, I mean, altogether, I'd say like I wasn't doing none of that. But part of me did wish I did.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. For me. I started dating on the last day of high school, like literally right before graduation, mind you. I done I forced him to be my boyfriend. I think this is in one of the failed talking stages. I was like, I'm not gonna kiss you until I'm your girlfriend, and he was like, Okay, with my girlfriend. I said, Yeah, then we started kissing. So um, yeah, also I didn't drink um, until the summer before college. Um, and I was, I was just very straight laced. I was very like, I'm never going to drink. Like I'm never going to do none of that stuff. Like, that's just not me. That's just not in me. I was never raised like that. My mom would like reverse psychology us, um, with like, like wine coolers. Like I, I will never forget the taste of this mango wine cooler. And it was disgusting. she's like, taste this. And I was like, ew. And she's like, this, this was back in like seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade. And then she was okay. like, yeah. So you don't like it. You don't like it. So never drink alcohol. And I was like, never will until. I went to um, I went to South Carolina two summers in a row to visit um, Kelly, and um, because I missed her so much, like um, being in high school, we only we only saw her like maybe maybe twice during high school, and I was like, I'm gonna come see you. I'm gonna use my Dunkin' Donuts money to come see you, and that's exactly what I did. I don't know how I was traveling. I don't know where that money came from. Not gonna hold you because after that car payment, that money was very slim, but I made it. And um, we went to this house party one night, and that was one of my first actually. Probably my first a lot of my first happened with Kelly, I will say. And <laughs> it was her and her friend adrian and we went to this house party with some of her other friends. And she's like, Oh, do you want to drink? And I was like, No. And she's like, Come on, drink. And it was very peer pressure. Like it was very movie-esque. Like everybody's like, Come on, drink. You know, you want to drink, and I was like, All right, come on, I'll drink, I'll drink. Well, that was my first drink, warm Hennessy and Coke. And I chased it with the beef jerky that was in my fanny
0: pack. It very crazy. <laughs> chasing with the with the beef jerky I, I just that's high nice school
1: thing is at, but the thing is this was the this was the summer right before college so i'm kind of glad that i had that experience but right before college because i would have i wouldn't have wanted to get peer pressured at all but i definitely wanted what would, wouldn't have wanted to get peer pressured by a chad or brad like i'm glad it was with kelly and adrian because i it, i not that I did. I, I felt safe. I knew I wouldn't have felt safe at like a white front. You know, it was just a fun right. little house party, maybe twenty people max. Like very cute, very fun. Just memories, built memories in South Carolina, to the very least. Um, but also during high school, I simply was never invited to a party. Like I, I, I was just not that I was a narc per se, but I was just like, like there was a stick up my butt for sure. Like it was just like, girl, just ride. Like, this it is really never that deep. Like, it, you don't, like, I would get teased so much with my cousins and my little sister about, like, I would just, say like, be like, Decca. I need to go Deca. Da, da, da. I was that, like, that was a huge part of my personality. And, it like, it really makes me cringe. Like, if you, I don't archive anything on my Instagram. If you scroll all down on my Instagram, you will see the Cat Williams haircut I had. That just, that was me. I was wearing that suit everywhere.
0: Way too big for me. That oversized blazer came wherever I went is where that that blazer went. It was a cult. It, no, it was giving like Michelle Obama vibes with the Mom. haircut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, like it was it was really crazy. Like looking back, I I also wasn't invited to anything, but I was. I think it was more because people were just like, you the smart one in class. I I go to you for questions on homework, yes, like. I don't see you in any other capacity. Like it was really volleyball and like DECA and smart smartness. Like mm-hmm. that, that was the only groups that people put me in, realistically. Yeah. And I remember like people that I would meet and have like group chats with, or like if I had a like, group project with them, like Nation, I didn't know you was like cool. Like I didn't know you was like it's like cool to talk to. I'm like, cause you literally put me in a box, baby. You don't know who I am. Like Yeah realistically and even as an adult there's people I've talked this I've talked about this before on the podcast there's people that I've met from high school that I went to college with and I was like oh I had Indonesia like I graduated from Arbor and they'd be like oh me too i be like 2018 they'd be like oh me too I'm like we yeah, were the same class didn't even know because literally head down in the books bro head, head down, down in the books it literally but I mean it did pay off like I ended up being I was like if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and do it well i became valedictorian I was like yeah. I'm gonna take the smartness box you to put me in and go to the top for real that but part. it's like realistically it does take a little damper on you as an adult because it's almost like you're trying to make up for what you missed out on in high school
1: girl lit, literally like so I, and maybe that this this isn't a question on the list but like what what do you think you missed out on and what do you think you're like trying to get at a little bit harder now that you're like twenty, twenty two, twenty three. 22, 23. Hmm. I know for me, I think it's alcohol. Like maybe if I started a little bit early, I would be m- maybe a little bit more inclined to shots. I, and I know I've said this a lot. I'm not allergic to alcohol y'all. I'm just always dehydrated. It's not, I'm not, I'm not allergic. <laughs> I'm just dehydrated. That's what it is. I don't like the feeling of being, I don't like the feeling of being drunk, but that I, I think maybe if I started in high school, which I'm glad I didn't, because I don't. How was y'all? Who was giving y'all alcohol? The parents? How are y'all buying it? Fake IDs? That scares me. Oh goodness, that scares me. Oh my gosh. Oh
0: yeah, I think the fear of going to jail was really what kept yeah. me out of a lot of this. <laughs> I said I can't do
1: jail. I can't. And the thing is, I've I have always had really bad shooting anxiety. Anxiety, and it's not like I lived in a very bad neighborhood but we lived like around the farms in my junior and senior year. Like it was like, you had to pass like farm farmland to get to my high school. So like we, they were just making up stuff to do. And I was just like, uh, it's not the hood per se, but y'all just, y'all are bored. And I don't, I don't know who has a gun. I don't, I don't know what's
0: going on with them parties. I'm actually okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't like that either. Like we had too much, honestly, part of it was also that the groups that I would hang out with, if I, if I was going to party, I knew they was doing some harder stuff than just drinking. Mm. Like what? I knew they was snorting and smoking. I remember one time I went to a um a Kanes like okay, so after our football games, everybody would go to like a Canes and In and Out like plaza, right? That'd be like the hangout place to go. Mm-hmm. I remember one time after a football game, I went there and I opened up the bathroom door and I literally saw like a girl in my theater class snorting Coke off the off the counter. Mm. And I'm like she turned around. Hey, Denasia, what? Yeah, I'm like, do you need a tissue? Like, and I'm seeing her the next the next day in theater class on Monday. Like, nothing happened. Like, that's also what kind of turned me off because I was like, the way y'all are partying is not how I want to party. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to dance and have a good time. I don't want to no. be snorting coke in the bathroom. Oh, no, no. And that's that and that that. Never had saw
1: that in high school, um, because you know never went to a party, but they saw that uh, they were that we I forgot what our ASU car- cards are called. They were chopping up the coke. When a student the- ID card? Yes, moms. Yes. I, like
0: I, like, you want some? Like I didn't know people really did these drugs for real, for real. Like I'm when, when I'm talking about crackheads, like I didn't know you was sitting next to me in chemistry one on one. Where y'all? Who is y'all supplies or, suppliers? Suppliers? What's, what's going on, moms? And the crazy part is, like, I feel like kids like that really were like popular and like really like yes, everyone knew mom. them in high school and stuff. I look at them now, and not to be like, oh, like peak in high school, you know, those people peaked, but they peaked. I promise you, they peaked in high school. That was it. Mom,
1: all of the popular girls, because like when when they would even acknowledge me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I would have a high. The whole day, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, they yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm I'm a part of them. I'm a part of the popular girls. Meanwhile, it really wasn't that. Like they just really wanted my answers or something. You know, it really, it really never gave it really gave fake. The popular girls were fake for real. Now they smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes? Sigs.
0: Moms, what's going on? Like, wh- like, no, dead ass. I I'm actually very interested to see what our like five ten year reunion ten year reunion looks like because the girls that used to not necessarily be mean in high school but like just not friendly and you could tell they were very clicky yeah. are now the same girls that are under your instagram pictures talk about so pretty like we never were friends. we never talked and you weren't nice or pregnant oh on their third kid with, well, with who cigarettes oh
1: Unfortunately, that is, like, that, that, and the thing is, I feel like this is going to help some of the high school girlies really put things into perspective, because just know it gets better. Just oh. know it gets better, like, just know the popular, not to say, not to, like, put them down, but, like, a lot of the girls that you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm to be like them, you do not know what's going on at home. You don't know what their future looks like, and nobody does, but
0: just from what we've seen in the past, based on historicals.
1: <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. the
0: data yeah. is pointing towards the direction we're talking about and realistically i never knew why a lot of those girls were popular a mm-hmm. lot of them were i'm like why do all the boys like that one girl like i used to be like what is it about her that all the boys really like that one girl and it clicked like like there's probably a reason why that one boys only like that one girl and it's because she's doing something that you're not doing that part and won't like, and won't do
1: yeah yeah um, moms, what are some what are some of the pros about being a late boomer? I know we've said we've said a few of them, but what are some pros that you could think of?
0: Um, honestly, for me, it's just like you now have the emotional maturity to go through some stuff without yeah. feeling like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for me, I feel like if I went through half the stuff I've gone through, like even this year, like 15 Girl. or 15 or 16 year old me going through that. That would severely alter me. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, really? I did not have the emotional maturity, even the, like, the strength. Not to be cliche, but realistically, no. the strength to go through a lot of, like, even, like, heartbreak. A lot of things that you go through in your 20s, I feel like, are meant for your 20s. And I think sometimes, even teenagers, they try to jump the gun and try to grow up so fast. And it's like, you don't even mentally ready to go through what you're about to go through. That part. are it's going to suck. It's in in... Leaning on your friends it can only
1: do so much because they also don't have that emotional p- maturity either. we You're all 15. Blind leading the blind vibes. Listen. like, ugh, it's, And I feel like now also to that point, I'm closer to my mom now and I'm more comfortable. I've always told my mom a lot of stuff, but definitely more comfortable telling her literally every aspect of my life for real, that I wasn't, I was just really focused and head, head in the, head in my books during high school and college where it was just like I would tell her the high level stuff but I'm just like nothing's really going on but now that life is actually lifeing and your mom knows a lot your mom has been through a whole freaking lot like she is there to make sure you don't make the same mistakes you know right. and now I could be like mom like I don't know what to do like I really don't know what to do and I don't know I I don't I don't even know what baby faith would have done at going through things that I'm going through now as a Fifteen year, fifteen, sixteen year, even freaking nineteen. I was gonna
0: say even twenty. Like realistically, I feel like a lot of the stuff that my mom like was telling me about and saying, she was right. I just didn't like the way she was telling me. It. I didn't. I didn't like her tone. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? Like you, you make me feel like I'm like, like Down. I don't know anything. Yeah. You know? And it's like I. It's not to say I didn't know anything. I just hadn't experienced anything yet. I knew what these things were. I just hadn't gone through them myself. And I was like, you know, that doesn't mean I don't know nothing. And realistically, we were smart girls back then. It's not like we were like, you know, just hanging by the seat of our pants. Like, realistically, we knew a lot of things and we handled ourselves well. It's just that, like, a different level of maturity you get as you go through life. Facts.
1: Huge facts. And for me, like, one of the pros is I could learn from other people's mistakes like a lot of my friends weren't late bloomers. So like, I could be like, Oh, like, how was the date with the boy? Like, da 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 like, what did you do? What did you what, what, what did you wear? Like all that stuff, like being on FaceTime and doing like, Oh, what am I wearing for my date? All that stuff. Like, I was never the person on the um, opposite end. But I love seeing all my girlies go through all that. Because cause I could see their heart breaks. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I'm you can get the shoulder to crown vibes. Like I feel like not dating in high school and really even barely in college for real until I met Lola for real. I went through less heartaches than the average women that start dating in high school. And I definitely have more common sense than, than baby faith because baby faith didn't even know her left from her right. Like I, I was, that was honestly one of the a big reason why I didn't go to a, out of state school because I was like, if I can't even know my left and my right, how am I going to navigate a whole other state? Like that, that just didn't seem smart to me. It was like tuition and stuff. But like, I was looking back at my Google Photos and I don't, uh, this was before Lola. And I had gone on like a hinge date or not a hinge. It was one of those random ones that wasn't at Tinder or Bumble. Mm -hmm. And he was there for like the summer or something. And. I, I was like, oh, like we we had a cute little make-out session in the, AM, in the back of the AMC. Like it was a grand time. I'm like, oh, period. When he comes back for the fall, for the November's break, like, yeah, that's about to be that's about to be my side piece. Why was I literally snapchatting my friends? Like, yeah, you know, um, after after September and October, then my, hopefully my man will text me back. After whoa whoa I'm talking about standards on the floor like I the thing is the way I really like (laughs) fell in love with Lola is crazy because all of my side pieces just dropped me right like me and Lola were best friends and I was just like dang I'm down and out vibes and I was like there's this guy who's being very nice to me, but I'm really not sure what's going on. Like, I don't know why he's being so nice to me. I don't know what he wants from me. That ended up being Lola and literally the best thing that's ever happened in my life, for real. But shout, out. shout out. Shout out to all them dropping me because... Perfect timing. Divine timing. timing. Like, like divine timing. Like, I to this day, I'm just so glad I never screwed this thing with Lola Like, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, every day I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I really could have been talking to somebody else while I was talking to him, like that would have really hurt him because he, he mm. he cut everybody off when he started talking, even when we were best friends. So like to this day, that is something that even, even this morning I was like, wow, I'm so glad everybody dropped me. Like, and it really is. Ooh. Ah, Ooh. It has uh, me, man. Frack. <laughs> that would be a scary thing. Like that's that not that that's a core of me, but that's one of my cores. I will say like Lola, it's one of your, it's one of my cores, and I'm glad that it's a good man. Like it's not a man that be bashing my head, my head through the wall. Like be calling me and out, like just a nice man. Like shout out, look at God, look at go, girl, only eh. do it, okay. Um, but y'all, moms, what are some cons of being a late bloomer?
0: Um, I'd say at least when it comes to like dating and stuff. I think it's very easy, especially for me, like since I didn't have any dating experience in high school that I could rely on like myself, besides what I heard from my friends, like, I, mean, I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I wanted. I had, I had a clean slate, which I guess was good. Cause I was kind of starting from scratch, but it yeah. was like, I was just whatever man was showing me attention at the moment. I was like, this is, I'm in love with you. It's simple. It's really just that simple. That, that is a curse.
1: That is a late bloomer curse because you. uh,
0: a lot of toes a lot of a lot of frogs oh a lot of frogs to get to the prince let me tell you like right. it really does suck because it's like dang like you you want to romanticize everything so much in your head and i'm a reader so you know the girlies that are our readers and you read romantic books your standards are through the roof because yes. them, them bookmen yeah book men and bridgerton men are one and the same baby they will treat you like and I think I just had very high standards for what I expected, and I just kept meeting these little boys that was just not hitting the mark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I have to do? Yeah, yeah. Failed talking stages will definitely give you some insight if you haven't if you haven't listened to those and uh, to what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Go back and listen to failed talking stages one and two to hear what mess we were putting up with, because realistically, we were too like smart, nice, successful, beautiful women to be going through that going through that
1: i i will say um i feel like i was inexperienced handling my liquor um but i just think you know that's dehydration and also i was a stick from um in college um i didn't know none of the party songs so i feel like that's where i'm definitely inexperienced like i'm like bro i thought dreams and nightmares was a new song let's just say that (laughs) I, i thought it was new and i was like this what you have been waiting for like what? <laughs> um and also like I was just so awkward dating in college like as soon as I crossed that stage and finalized my summer um before I got in my engineering camp I was I downloaded Bumble I downloaded Tinder I'm pretty sure I downloaded something else uh some, some weird one, not plenty of fish cuz that's for mm-mm. but um yeah I I was just I was so awkward like I just let the man lead and some men like they 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 know you're naive, they know mm. you' dating, and not that they took advantage of me, but I just feel like I definitely could have put my foot down in a lot of a lot of situations where it was just like I don't
0: know what to do, so I'm just gonna let the man lead
1: you know? right,
0: and i I was so afraid of being mean, yes, and being and being like I don't want them to think like. I'm rude and stuck up. Like, I was just so concerned with, like, how they felt about me and, like, what people would say. Like, oh, he's going to go around and say, oh, don't talk to her. She's stuck up. She's rude. For me, just setting basic boundaries, like, I was so afraid of that. And it's, like, looking back now, I'm, like, if that man is not meeting my standards, you're, it, it's wraps. Like, right. I'm not afraid of being mean because realistically, or not even mean, just being firm on my standards. Like, yeah. if there's even the guys that I was talking about earlier in this episode in Houston that were trying to pressure me to take shots. I'm saying no, and I don't, I don't care about how you feel about me saying no, like, no means no, no, yeah. no vibes, you know, like, I think that's another thing. I think there is a definitely an opportunity to be taken advantage of once you start dating and doing all that stuff early, because you don't even have your footing, like, unless mm-hmm. you're just a very strong willed person from the jump. Yeah, some, some people are shout out to y'all. But yeah. realistically, I know moment of honesty, I was not that type of girl. Like, mm-hmm. I really struggled with being nice all the time and a people pleaser. And yeah. that 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 also came into a play when it came to dating. Like, I would have let that man probably do what he want. Because I'm like, oh, well, you know, like, like, trying to be the nice, complacent girlfriend. And it's like, that don't get you nowhere.
1: Exactly. Because, like, I don't know when the next boyfriend, when the next person will like me. Like, I just want to keep him. da 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 Like, I definitely, definitely understand that one. Like, it was just so irritating that I thought like that. Like, mom, stand up. Stand up. Like, like. like but you don't know what you don't know. That's the thing. I can't really be mad at baby Faith because she didn't know. She didn't grow up around men. She didn't really have a solid male figure to t- teach her about men. So it's like, it really was just a really steep learning curve being a late bloomer.
0: And honestly, like, I had that and I still was like lost and days and confused because this generation of men was not operating the way that like a lot of, a lot of the men that I was growing up with were... Ba- raised off of like it was not traditional courting it was not like that it was more like hey let me get you a snapchat and i was like wow quickly too they love that phrase freck loved that i'm like bro tb on a, tbh like for a tbh that was <laughs> the quickest way to get a roster black screen yeah quickly Quick. like for a tbh like for a rate that was literally my main source of dating like or you get hey, a,
1: for a party and you post a picture and then they slide up
0: Bro. Yeah. And it, it yeah. was likely just an emoji, the fire emoji. Yeah. Or and where then- are you going without me? Mean? That's that's the most, <laughs> the most. Like when I tell you, even even early years in college, like freshman year of college, the stuff that guys would be saying and thinking that's it. Like I remember one time my friend posted me and her on Snapchat and some guy we both knew was like, threesome? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> And she talk about, oh, my God. I'm like, girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, baby. We, we're not doing that. Oh, my God. He was flattered. I said, block him. Like, what that's are we doing? Not, and okay. shout, out, shout out to me for having the common sense to know that boys saying obscene stuff to you like that is not a compliment.
1: That is. That, that's it. That's it. Red flag. Flag on the play. Flag on
0: the play. Yeah. Flag on the play. Mm mm. No. Get him out of
1: here. him. I didn't have that
0: common sense, but no, you you're not gonna come. I'm a lady. Treat me like a, a lady. Like now, now, since then, me and her are no longer friends to this day for reasons <laughs> at, for reasons as such listed. And <laughs> oh yeah, like literally like oh. she ended up being crazy and trying to do stuff like that with her friends. And it really felt like set ups. I
1: think I'm thinking about a specific friend. I don't think it's that friend.
0: I don't think. No, no, no. It's a different friend. It's it's a friend that almost required a restraining order. Like, everybody was like.
1: Oh, I think, I think, I I think, Crazy,
0: crazy friend. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um. Um, Are there things that you saw your peers do at the regular time that you wish you did sooner?
0: Um. Okay, this is unrelated, kind of related, but unrelated. Like yeah. I really want it to be a like football, basketball girlfriend. Oh so bad. Like, ugh. You don't understand. Either, either I don't even know what I gotta do. I don't know what I gotta do, but I literally want that experience so bad. Like I want it so badly to be in the stands with my man's number on my chest and 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 pom-poms in my hands. Like yeah. that was a I don't know why I was so stuck on that, but I, I really was moms. High school sweetheart. Like, I really did want to experience a high school sweetheart. But now looking back, like, I do realize that a lot of the high school sweetheart situations were a little bit toxic. Like, they either stayed together longer than maybe what the relationship's due date was passed. And they ended up just being with each other because it was constant and consistent. But they didn't end up growing together. They, like, grew apart. Yeah. Or it was like they were really not that compatible in high school And they ended up becoming more compatible. I don't know. I I just feel like a lot of the high school situations that I've seen to this day from my high school that are still together, either they turn out really, really well, or you could tell they low-key hate each other and they just don't want to leave. So part of me is kind of happy I didn't experience that because, I don't know, you you don't know what it would have ended up looking like. But, man, I wanted to be a football girlfriend so bad. Be at all the playoff games. I didn't even watch football. I just wanted to be in the stands looking cute.
1: That really was like, I just like, I wanted, I, I wanted to be a cheerleader. Okay. I wanted to get dressed every Friday and that thing, not flexible at all. Couldn't, could barely do a cartwheel. Okay. But I wanted that and I wanted, like, I was the amount of just like jealousy that poured out of me during high school because like the, with the foot, the football girlfriends and their, and their pom-poms and their, and them cheering at the pep rally. And I'm just sitting here like, I want to do that. Like I want I want to. I want to be on that team, actually. And honestly, there was there was a lot of clicks. It was very like it was very uh, not girly girl, kind of girly girl. Like it was a it was very like I'm in charge and she's doing that. And blah, blah, blah. It was very catty.
0: Oh, it was very yeah. messy, very Ugh. messy. Like looking back, I'm very glad I didn't get involved in it because. Shoot, talk I mean, about talk about things that could break you. Realistically, girls are very mean in middle school and high school, yeah. and a lot of the stuff that happens to girls sometimes during them times sticks with them and literally like impacts their what's the word um confidence yeah. for years off of just something small that a mean girl might have said to you in seventh grade or sophomore year in high school.
1: Oh, that's rough. I think I was I was just cool enough because it was it was weird. A lot of the cool girls were in AP classes, and I'm like, y'all supposed to be here. But they were very smart. So it was like. The- no, the, the cool girls were in AP classes. The cool boys were not. The cool boys, no. The, the cool, cool boys were
0: not. No, they were they were. No, at least in my high school, they was not. Mm-hmm.
1: It, was, it may be a little sprinkle, like, but he wasn't getting a lot of playtime. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah he was but, the- but I will say we did endure enough mess for a lifetime during DECA. So it's not like we weren't, we didn't get messiness in, in high school.
0: Oh, we definitely got our fair dose. And then I think once I realized, like, okay, football girlfriends out, I was like, DECA couple is next up. I need to get oh. me a DECA boyfriend.
1: Wow. I never, that wasn't even a, a reality. Like there were, not there wasn't even a, a consistent black person in deck Arizona DECA that I could be like, yeah, you're, you're you are you will win enough medals to match me for us to be the DECA couple. It never
0: gave. Oh, wow. No, no, no. See, like, like first kind of semi love vibes was in DECA too. Really? Yeah. Mr. Two Years? Oh, he was DECA? He was in DECA. Like his chapter, his DECA chapter. All football players, all fine. That was the only way I was gonna get the football dream. I'm not gonna hold you. Mm. He was a football player. That yeah. was the only way I was gonna get it. But yeah, no. That was that was when I was like, I need a DECA couple vibe. But we started we started talking towards the end of senior year. So it really didn't Fact. it was dead and gone by then. Fact. But yeah, like realistically, I really wished something like that would have happened.
1: <laughs> even even from out of state, bro. Bro, so, we had some connects. Tennessee.
0: <sighs> if, I
1: mean, now he a little uh uh-uh, but, I
0: mean, uh-uh. but he wasn't as bad. as back, back, back then, ball. back yeah. then y'all, there was there was a man in deck of all Sorry. the girlies. If you know, you know, uh-huh. especially for state officer. Oh, we
1: went, we went, um, this was on one of the first times I met Dana. No. Maybe the first time I met D'Naja in person. Yeah. Um, and he was there. He was sit officer. And when I tell you, me, uh, uh, Tommy, and you, which is like, yeah.
0: Hey. And,
1: and I will say, that was one of my first white boy crushes because everybody knew. Everybody knew I had a crush on Jaren. Like, bro, Jaren.
0: Oh, girl, we talk about two different guys.
1: No, 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 I'm talking no, about Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But. Wait, wait. I was also in
0: extreme love with Jaren, and he oh, like me too. he
1: just had a swag to him. I'm like, yeah,
0: he all he was like the he was like the Justin Bieber of, of Dekka. Justin Bieber in his boyfriend journals era. Keep yeah. it, yeah. He was he was Justin Bieber in his journals era for DECA. Yeah, and he yeah, I had a crush on him too. Everybody, that's why he won, bro. He kept oh, winning yeah. everything because he had the whole female vote. He had the entire unanim- unanimous fem- female vote from all genders, all races, everything like it don't matter where you came from, everybody loved this boy down. like everybody and now looking back and knowing like that team
1: was very messy like that's like that international team was like, okay, maybe
0: he wasn't. but on the facade he put on, he he fooled me when he put on that deck of suit with that little that, that little pin and got that got in front of that microphone. That man could have told us to stop, drop, and roll, and I would have been putting out a fire.
1: Simple. It's really, bro. Like high school us, we were just so. And and he 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 played into it too. Like he was like, yeah, like how you doing, Faye? Like, bro, don't piss me off. He knew his strengths and
0: weaknesses. He'd be like, mm. do I have your vote, Deneisha? <laughs> <laughs> you sure do, Mr. May. <laughs> you are insane.
1: Meanwhile, he had a girlfriend this whole time, bro whole time didn't,
0: didn't know whole time didn't know
1: because didn't know. she was super down on instagram it was oh. like that her sister w-
0: couldn't tell yeah. couldn't way, tell. i'm with you okay hey listen but no. no mr mr tennessee definitely was up there i remember at one point um i can't remember what where we were at if i can't remember if we were together but mr tennessee had hit me up on instagram yeah like, was like hey Denesia, like you know i'm about to be in your city dah, dah, dah. when i tell you bro that was that Bro, to this day. (laughs) Bro, that was like right when you moved to New York. When I moved to New York, yes. He was like, I'm about to be in your city. 16, 17-year-old me came alive and well. I was freaking out. To this day, I was freaking out. Because it was just like, I had such a huge crush on him back in the day. Like, it, it really was like a full circle moment. That, and I'll tell you another moment, moms. My middle school slash high school crush, he honestly looked like Mr. Tennessee. I clearly have a type. Clearly. He, I had a crush on him back when I was in middle school when I first came. All throughout high school, had a crush on this boy. Like, never had any classes with him, just knew him from afar. Mm -hmm. And I literally, like, he would would walk past me in the hallway, I would hold my breath. I know that feeling. I would shudder. Oh, my. (laughs) Like, just... Man, <laughs> I don't know what it was, and and he was so, he was on he was in fashion, he's dressed like he was just so cool. Oh, like, that's me right I am like, yeah, that's that's a little bit of me right there. Yeah. So I remember one day it was like it was twenty twenty two. I think. Yeah. Um, I got a notification, and I I remember I stopped stalking his Instagram because I was like, I don't, you know, you just kind of like ain't mm-hmm. hey, nothing new. Like, um, it's been years. Yeah. I stopped stalking his Instagram. Twenty twenty two, a random day, I get notification that he followed me. Hmm. Oh, Out the blue? Yeah, he was thinking about it. And I literally, like, like I literally was transported back to high school in that moment. Like, he didn't even like no picture. All he did was follow. And my day was made. Yeah. And I remember one day, I posted, like, a TikTok. It was like, this is how boys in middle school used to dress. And it was, like, them in, like, those Nike, those high-tech Nike socks stuff with the Roshis. I was like, this is exactly how they used to dress. He liked the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to marry me, so. Okay. <laughs> middle school, sweetheart. Like, okay. Like, I literally was gassed for, like, yeah. the whole week. Like, no way my middle school crush liked that story. Like, he he had to know. He had to know. He knew. I kept it on the very low. I only told two people. Wow. Because I was like, ain't nobody ruining this for me. Especially after the first girl told my other crush that I liked him. I was like, ain't nobody ruining this for me. <laughs> y- y'all got it. I literally kept this near and dear to my heart. So it was a very much full circle moment. And that's when I was like, yeah, like. That's not that that it. I
1: peaked. I peaked. Yeah, yeah. And continue are continuing too. Like it just, it's. I'm glad that we didn't peak in high school. And in that moment, I was like, dang. Like you know, not not that like I'm the nerd, but like it's just like I'm I'm graduating, like close to top of my class. Like I'm going to college. Like it's just what's the? Ne- it was very much like what's the next step. But now wow. that like we're grown girls, we got it's disposable income. We're travelers. Like we got we got we got some people behind us. Like. It feels really good to know, like all of that hard work and head down in the books was worth paid it. off.
0: Absolutely, oh, yeah. And even now, I'm like realistically, like at our ten year reunion, I feel really good about that. Like, oh, extremely.
1: I don't like. I feel like this has. I never felt like oh, this was one of my best years. Twenty three. Yeah, I ate that one up. Yeah. We did have some some lows, but the highs overshadow them.
0: Exactly. The highs made up for it, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And finally,
1: finally, what would you tell your 14 to 18-year-old self to help them feel okay about not doing things on the same timeline as their peers?
0: Realistically, Dinesha back then was so headstrong. There's nothing I really could have told that girl to make her change her mind. But if she would have listened, I would have just told her, like, your time will come anything that you want to do, you will eventually do. It's going to mm-hmm. come to you. And honestly, it is better that it's coming to you later because you'll actually have the like mental capacity to handle it. In fact, the ability to actually process what you're going through and it won't like be the end all be all for you. Like there's some girls I know from high school that like went through a really bad heartbreak or something like bad in high school and like just never bounce back from it. Really? Like, yeah, like it's giving like, that was that was it like that they took that and it literally like really did hurt them and they have not moved on from that so I'm like looking at girls like that I'm like it was honestly better that I for one by force my parents wasn't having none of that no nah. two just by choice like I was just naturally like I'm not doing none of that yeah like I was just naturally already looking to the next step like my goal was like go to a nice college and you can live the college experience and do all that mm-hmm. stuff That's- so like I feel like it really did work um, but yeah, I would tell her your, your time will will come and honestly, it's more fun to do all these things low key in your twenties. So you're not burnt out for one girl. And you got the money for it. You got the money to do it and, and more time realistically.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no rush. There's,
0: There's literally, literally no, no rush. rush.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, for me it's girl, don't worry. It's going to come. Cause I was just so infatuated of just having a boyfriend. So as as soon as somebody paid me attention, especially starting in college, cause that was like the main attention vibe right before the pandemic, it was like oh my gosh, let me cling on to them because I don't know what who's going to give me attention next. And then they drop me, who's gonna, or I dropped them. Like, it was, I was like, girl, like, let's stop being thirsty. Like, I, if that that would be a main thing. Like, let's stop being thirsty. But if, if you didn't get no, no juice in high school and you got a little bit of juice in college, it's just thirsty vibes. Like, that's just, it's simply what it is. And also I would tell her, like, girl, it's going to come. It's going to come. Like, just wait about a year and a half because that's, I I didn't really have much time to date before I met Lola. Like it was, it was very much like a exponential curve on ha- me telling him I love him, and that was a few days after he asked me out. Like it was yeah. right, right before the pandemic. Like I didn't really have that much time to date, but I'm glad because the, the the little the
0: little stint that I did have, I went through a lot during that time. I will say it was it rocked yeah. me. And even even to that point, also like your hot girl era will come too because. I had a, I had a glow up, like, I'd say senior year and another one, like, like freshman, sophomore year of college. Literally life changing. I was getting male attention that I had never, ever gotten not before. That. Never. And I was shocked because I was just used to being very like quiet and to myself and not really like receiving that. Yeah. And it's definitely like, it's definitely like a, I don't even know what the word is. Like, It feels it's, it's a brain scramble. So, yeah. so you not used to have male attention like that to it all hitting you all at once and you being like, like, do they really like me? Like, where is this coming from? Like, yeah. it definitely is very rough. And I'd say like that definitely also helped me kind of realize what I liked because I was getting male attention. And I was like, I don't like the way those specific guys are talking to me. Like, I could tell you only one thing. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was not like experiencing that. So if it was yeah. high school, when I hit that, 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 uh that glow up i feel like like early on maybe 15 16 i might have been more vulnerable to like men trying to take image of me versus me being like 18 19 dealing with it still young still a teenager but uh, shoot there's a huge difference between 15 and 19 so huge huge and i girl your your growth spurt
1: will come and you might have a few of them like if you don't got no body right now it's totally fine Don't, don't don't be looking at the tertiary girls it's going to come moms it's coming
0: Okay. I promise you. I promise you. And I feel like we went through high school at a time where so, like, the BBL era was really like up and running. The surgery era was really up and running. It was definitely very hard to see all that and be like, "Damn, like
1: I'm only hundred pounds,
0: soaking wet." Like,
1: I, I, I'm shopping at Rio 21 and I'm, I'm glad I can see a triple zero. That, that, that was a prayer answered. I said, "They sell these." I don't got to shop at Children's Place. Oh, I was lit. Like, because the thing is, adjustable straps was my best friend. My my pants were
0: always cinched. (laughs) I used to be so mad because my mom would make me wear those. She'd be like, you either wear a belt or wear those. But I'd be like, I hate that they're bulky. Like, I would really be arguing with her. And then on top of that, you got me in these these adjustable pants. Not even just that. You got me in this huge coat. Talk about this coat outside. I don't want to wear the big coat. I want to wear a hoodie, the California hoodie, like the cool kids. With the boobies bracelet. I don't want to wear this. Like oh my gosh, the one with the bear? The 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 California you know, with the mm-hmm. lifeguard. Yeah <laughs> I, my I know God, I, where are we all getting this same sweatshirt? I know not all y'all going to California go get this sweatshirt. Where are all y'all getting this sweatshirt from? I know I never had the sweatshirt. I never to this day. <laughs> to this day.
1: <laughs> okay, we get to Lulu. Let's get it, let's get it through Let us, oh, also lean on your friends because they'll be there before and after. I know sometimes when you get into relationships, you can, it can be like, oh, I want to just center myself all in this man, da, da, da. And the thing is, I have always given my friends, I don't, I don't know where this came from, but I've, um, I think it's just because I saw a lot of my friends date and saw what that looked like and how you can get infatuated with the man that you're with. I, I give them about a six month buffer. After that, you need to start being my friend regularly again. (laughs) <laughs> like okay i get it you, you love you a man but yeah, I, i'm also your friend and if he breaks up with you i was here before and i'm going to be here after so i need you to still be my friend but i get right. it my man, my man my man i get it but also um i'm over here and the thing is eh, me and my best friend elisa had beef because she got her her boyfriend before me um during college and i was like girl we was hanging out all the time now this man come in <laughs> Why is a man there? <laughs> what, literally? Why, Ariana? What are you doing here? Like every time I see him, I'll be like,
0: "Okay, Christina."
1: <laughs> like literally, like Christina's literally gone. <laughs> can you leave, please. Like, and the thing is, we like we actually had like a fight. Like I was just like, I don't like him being with you all the time because I want to hang out with you. She was like, "Well, during college, because this was like let, later on, like our later years in college." She's like, we well, during the early years in college. You didn't really hang out with me. You hung out with your other friends." I was like,
0: "Oh." she gagged you
1: girl and the thing is visa is very much the ice to my fire so for her to say that i was like you might be on to something that's on me i will never do that again but also i need i want some visas huh and i don't want him to be around right we got that squared away we got that squared away but that that was really hard for me to swallow like my friend isn't gonna be with me all the time because she got a man now oh
0: that's hard to swallow Especially in, like, college. Like, I want to be outside with my friends. I don't want you to be up in that house with that man. No. In that, that dorm room, sharing that twin bed. Y'all know y'all both can't fit. Now his booty is hanging off the side. like <laughs> Or your booty. Or both
1: y'all booties. Because you never well, know. You never know. But, yeah, I feel like this was a really good episode to end the season off on.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think I think a lot of the girlies can relate. I think this is stuff that realistically i'd say about 70 percent of us went through it's only the 30 percent that are probably like like that glorified high school experience i really i don't think it's realistic i'm not gonna hold you Mm -mm. unless you just hit the jackpot
1: huge facts and like not to say you peaked in high school but you had a really really good time in high school you had a really really good time good in college and then you also have a really great time as an adult shout out to you
0: i don't know like that sounds amazing but it didn't it wasn't for me they, well, that we didn't touch about us being black girls at pwis realistically a lot of the girls that were experiencing that were the white girls at my school at least yeah so i think that was really the cheat code i've never i never
1: saw a popular black girl mind you i only went to pwis but there was really unless there was this really really very beautiful black girl and now she's a model and like she she was just she was like cool she was the act she was track volleyball but she was also beautiful and blah, 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 blah. like she was like basically like instagram famous and i'm like wow you have it all right then her boyfriend cheated on her and i was like maybe you don't have it
0: and that's crazy because bro because
1: she was bad like i'm talking about baddest on the flow like still
0: to this day to this day that's crazy i'm telling you if beyonce got cheated on i know if rihanna got cheated on it's 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 a crazy road out there it's a crazy road out there y'all be easy but um yeah, no, same. I think there was only one girl, one girl, one, and she was, she was mixed. She wasn't even like dark skin. She wasn't fully black. Yeah. She was light skinned, green eyes. And yeah. that was, but she was the only one that was pretty popular. Like got like homecoming court, homecoming queen. Same. Yeah. And that was it. And maybe there was like one token Asian girl, mm-hmm. token Latina girl, but the rest were all white. So it's right. like. And they had
1: those, I don't know if it was Hollister. It was one of those white stores and they had the skater skirts
0: oh yeah oh easy With that was the that was an easy sign of popularity Scary skirts easy sign oh yeah like that in the vans sure i
1: it was like the high top high top uh converse from mine my school mm.
0: yeah it's crazy how like there's universal signs of like popularity depending mm-hmm. on when you grew up but yeah no i mean i'm trying to think of where them people are at today and i Sometimes they'll pop up my timeline. I'm like, "Who is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's her. Oh, she's dog sitting. Not dog sitting, mom. Mom, dog sitting and smoking cigarettes with a whole bunch of tattoos. I'm like, "Who is this? Sometimes I go through the I go through the yearbook whenever I whenever I clean up my apartment. Sometimes you know you go through like the old bots. I'll just yeah. I'll just take a peek back in there, and I'm like, "Wow, where are these people at?" One of the girls, and she wasn't popular. She was just like a
1: girl that was in a a lot of the AP class that I was in. And she is unrecognizable. I'm talking about piercings everywhere, um, uh, tattoos everywhere, uh, different color hair, probably every new profile picture. And then I'm 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 like, who who is this on my following on Twitter? Oh, this <laughs> I'm talking about like I'm talking about like legs wide open with the Miss Girl got a block got a square block on it.
0: The square block is crazy because we know it's it.
1: there. Who's taking that picture? That was a two-man. That was a two-man operation. Like, that wasn't a- Or a really
0: good tripod. Great tripod. I'm talking about 10 second time. Wow. Moms.
1: Nice. You never know.
0: You never know. I will say another thing was me realizing some of the boys I liked in in high school didn't know they was gay. I seen them at the pride parade. What? Well, these were the white boys. Oh, okay. okay. I never really interacted. I just saw them from afar. I said, I like his little swoop. He's he a yeah. little cute. Yeah. Yeah, he was swooping the other way. <laughs> I did not know that.
1: Oh goodness. You know those ones that you know they gay, but maybe they don't know they're gay or they don't want to come out. It's like and then like they finally come out with like with a boyfriend and I'm like, I am so proud of you because we was oh, just waiting.
0: We oh, I the, the the closet was glass. There was a few of those at my high school they posted they're coming out. I'm like, wow, well, you didn't already post this? <laughs> We didn't even need no announcement what? talk about I'm what post your top, post your top five Spotify albums, and I think we can figure it out from there actually and said, so me the- and you me and you was both listening to one direction well, I knew then it's Troy on there, Troy Savar Troy, Troy am <laughs> oh. yeah, it's
1: <laughs> I knew <laughs> that's
0: stupid Troy. Sivan, okay. I knew.
1: Okay, bro. Okay, so for pop culture, um, I know that this has been a long episode, but it's the last episode of the season, so why the frick not? Um, we're gonna go ahead and really just do pop culture. Do maybe a few. Why would you say that? But moms, please let us know. Let us know what's going on in France,
0: y'all. In France, there is a bed bug epidemic, Mm -mm. and to someone like me, this is quite literally my worst fear. Because when I go into hotels, I am lifting mattresses. Yeah, like I'm doing checks because I'm just so afraid of getting bed bugs. Just because they spread everywhere and you can't get rid; they're very hard to get rid of. Yeah. So I saw on Twitter this girl. She took she took a picture of like um like a, like a of like her where she's sitting on a train in France and there's a bed bug walking across the top of where she's sitting in front of her. Like imagine like when you pull out your tray on the airport when you're on a plane. Like there's a there's a bed bug walking across that, and the caption was like. Usually, exterminists say, exterminators, I mean, they say that if you can see the bed bugs, the problem is way worse than what it actually is. Mom. If you can see them, that means the infestation is out of control because usually bed bugs are hidden, they're out of sight. So if you can see them, it's really bad. Moms, they said there are bed bugs in the trains, in coffee shop seats, anywhere where there's cloth. The bed bugs are there. People are bringing them into the hotels, bringing them onto flights. It's Paris Fashion Week, so a lot of people are flying in and out. So imagine where else these bed bugs are going, y'all. This is this is serious. This is like COVID Part Two, y'all. This is a big deal. Like I just was got so stressed because I was just like, I know a lot of people fly in and out to New York, so I already know we're gonna be the first to get hit. Realistically, literally, it's so bad. So um, I said to say, y'all check y'all bags. Like it's getting rough out here. If you're okay. traveling, be careful. Like sanitize down, check your seats. But yeah, literally, moms, every single thing. Like people are saying on trains, on buses, on anywhere where you can sit publicly, or there's cloth publicly, carpets. There are bed bugs crawling into your purses, into your bags. I and don't it's really like, know how you're
1: like, saying that. How that is actually coming out of your mouth. You know, and you're not throwing up.
0: I, I don't know either. I threw up before this call. Okay, that's really what. <laughs> David. no it's literally just like it's bad and on top of that i don't know if y'all have also seen that new york was just completely flooded like yeah and all i can say is if y'all have been listening for a while you know that for a very short stint i'm talking three and a half weeks max i lived in a lady's basement in brooklyn yeah long story go back and listen to i'll have to figure out what episode it was but how long
1: are you talking
0: yeah um all i can say is i am so grateful i am not in that lady's basement because basements all throughout brooklyn were flooded like tore Mm -hmm. up from the flow up like real bad people were just swimming in their apartments so i'm just so grateful that that's not me anymore um the subways there was literally like water coming through the walls down in the subways like flooding completely all the trains were down like i did not leave my apartment like the city was off limits even hoboken area like in jersey that was off limits too it was absolutely terrible and i was seeing people on tiktok making videos and stuff of them walking through the water trying to you know everybody Anytime, anytime there's natural disaster somebody <laughs> want to make a video now is not the time to go live baby put, mm-hmm. put the tripod away and i literally seen a video of these girls walking through the water like making tiktoks and all i could think of is like for one rats can swim let's remember that hard
1: like they're professional they what it. i read on twitter
0: yeah, they enjoy swimming. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Phelps' rat is crazy. Michael Phelps, like Remy the rat, is swimming through that water. The, the New York streets are already filthy. On top of that, the water is brown of whatever dirt and rat is, whatever's going on down there, right? I'm seeing girls walk and trudge through the water, thinking it's cute and funny, recording their experiences. All I thought is that nasty water in their Gucci. That's oh. Like, your cooter has unknown diseases, babes. This is your sign to go to the gyno. It's over this staying. is your sign. Not even the gyno. You need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> the, the gyno can't even help you, girl. You need to go get an antibiotic. Because <laughs> the rats love to swim.
1: <laughs> Ever heard somebody say antibiotic with all the teeth?
0: Antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you got rats in your cooter. We need why did you say that oh my gosh No, oh, it's true oh my gosh moms they had it's it's bad oh, also the episode that
1: we that we talk about all the new city new west stuff is episode 21
0: new city yeah. new west. Um,
1: go back and listen that was a time
0: go back and listen to
1: that. we've come a long way that was literally about a year back
0: just yeah.
1: about
0: yeah, yeah. No, literally at that time i was in a a, la- a random Italian lady's basement in Brooklyn, and there was shit coming through my drain So, <laughs> you do with that information what you will. Go listen to that. Go
1: listen, go listen.
0: Um, um, uh,
1: do you want to do why would you say that? So, go straight to the, we're only going to do two calls from the request line today.
0: Yeah, I think, moms, I think we should just handle the first one. I think we should do why would you say it on just the first one? Because we are, we are very over time.
1: Okay um mm. all right so why would you say that let me see what's going on i actually just sent Denasia or something um uh actually to talk about the rats um i just googled if rats can swim and google said they're excellent swimmers and enjoy doing
0: it prayers for y'all enjoy they they do that for fun yeah that's crazy yeah that's actually crazy mm-hmm. um yeah, so I I sent Faith the same thing of like the bed bugs. It was actually insane. Exactly. Um so one of mine was Oh, oh, oh. Um so Loki as a kid, I used to enjoy taking this. It's like the the pink antibiotics while we're on the topic of antibiotics. Do you remember ever taking this as a kid? Yes. It was kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> there were certain medicines I didn't mind taking as long as it wasn't cherry or grape. Moms I was literally telling told, told my mom, I was like, honestly, you really didn't have bad
1: kids, but we were just very experimental. And because my mom worked a lot, she really couldn't like watch us. And we there were a few times we lived in my grandpa's basement. It was like, it was kind of like a, like a um, entertainment floor, the, thir- mm-hmm. the basement. But we would do this thing and, you know, I was the ringleader. And so there was this thing called Sepulchol and it was cherry flavored and it would, it would numb your throat. So I would be like, okay, I get five sprays because I'm the oldest sister, mind you, no sore throat. So I'm literally and I'm like, you get three and you get one. Cause you know, big sister, middle sister, little sister. I'm right. spraying it in everybody's mouth. And everybody's like, like, like everybody's mouth just numb. Just just, just, just numb. No reason. And my mom's like, what? And I was like, yeah, we would always spray call Like that's why it was never in there. Like we would be spraying it after school. Like, okay,
0: who wants to spray? And that's crazy because once you said it makes your, your throat numb, I remembered what it was because I've taken it a couple times when I actually needed it. It yeah. tasted great. It tasted great. I love the I love the feeling. They need to stop making medicines taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back nasty medicines, is what I'm no, saying. No, literally, because I want everyone to abuse it. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, there's God. this video of Drake at some club in Atlanta, and he got literally like like a huge box of just straight cash on a table at, in his section, whoa <laughs> like it's a clear it's a clear box, like the box that you put Christmas ornaments in where does he find who who, who comes up with these ideas? I couldn't tell you somebody on his team that And part. someone quoted it and said, I would have cut a hole in the bottom of the table <laughs> like a scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> I saw that one. I thought like yeah, you're actually on of them. Oh yeah, I would have had a, a jigsaw little thing. Mm-hmm. I, he, he would have been missing some funds. Yeah, okay. Totally. I need it more than you do. Qu- um listen. Someone else said, What's black mom math? <laughs> and someone quoted it and said, If you lost one house key, everybody you now got the key to your house and could get in. Yeah. They don't know where we live.
1: <laughs> moms, moms. So here's the thing. I used to love watching charmed and like wit shows growing up. So sometimes I, I would lose the house key. I didn't know where it was, but I was in charge of it, but we had to make it to the bus because my mom would have been way madder at us for losing the bus if for, versus me trying to find the key. So hmm. what I would do is I would like, I just always feel like somebody was watching, me, like the guy who saw your scooter. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there like, okay. So I'm like, I'm like doing doing spells on the on. on <laughs> 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 I'm like looking around doing spells. And then I'm like, And then I run to the bus and we were never robbed. So I'm not saying that I was doing spells on my lock and key because I lost the key every other day, but I will say my made up spells. And I, if you, if you ever watch Vampire Diaries, you know what Fosmathos is. (laughs) And if you know, you know, like the thing is something somebody on Twitter said, the lady who was making up those spells and curses was using real spells and curses, moms. Yes. I was like, "Fosmathos is a is a
0: real real spell,
1: real spell." I said, "Oh, that's scary!
0: Like that's really like you really don't know." Oh yeah, no, because there was definitely little kids in our little area. I would convince them I was a witch or vampire during (laughs) Halloween. Why would you tell them? Just for fun, like I would be like, "You don't even know what I am." And they'd be like, what are you talking about? And I would just be, I would drag it, like, for weeks. Like, come one day with some fake tooth on. Like, it was just a little game I played. Like, I was just like, they don't even know what I really am. Because yeah. in this time, I was, <laughs> during this era, I was going through my Twilight era, too. So oh, it was yeah. just, like, timing. Like, I was just like, they don't even know what I really am. Like, <laughs> part of it was delusion. I'm not going to hurt you. Part of it was just, I was like, this is just my entertainment for the day denasia being a vampire and me being a witch <laughs> like, I- like all right elena and bonnie let's-, let's bro please please what is wrong with y'all like literally well i mean we didn't have nothing else to do bro and don't let me didn't when i got in my pretty little liars era i used to be waking up checking my phone nervous like i was gonna get a text from i can't to this day I couldn't tell you why i thought i was in them shows
1: I just, I just knew my house needed to be protected. Should I have prayed? Absolutely. But <laughs>
0: in that moment, I was doing spells on the lock and key. The, in that moment, I'm checking my phone, thinking A is looking for me, which is crazy, crazy. Because what would A possibly want with me? I didn't have no secrets, no lies to tell. <laughs> like three little liars, them girls was killing, stealing, robbing, and sleeping. Literally, I wasn't doing any of those things. Bro, we. We definitely have
1: had a childhood,
0: like oh like, yeah,
1: uh, uh-uh. uh, like just what? like I told my mom about the whole like me putting spells in the house, and she was like, Faith, what? <laughs> Isn't it... Yeah, I just wanted to make sure the house was protected, and I kept on losing the keys. I don't
0: really know. You had good intentions. I had great intentions. Oh my god, I... Yeah. yeah. I mean, in conclusion, been the Lulu always the Lulu. I don't think it. I don't think it goes away. I don't think it goes away. I just, I,
1: now I'm, I mean, I don't even have a key to my house. I'm I'm still waiting for one at this point, but I mean, I don't even be living, li- leaving here for real, but hey,
0: I that, die
1: hard. Hard. I, that, that habit did die hard, really hard because I, I'm not putting no spells in the thing no more. I just say, I, we, we
0: got a ring camera and call that a day. That it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm. Wow. Wow. Well, moms, this is, this has been a great episode. I feel like yeah. we both realized we- the, the Lulu children, partially yeah, the Lulu, Lulu adults. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that that pipeline is pretty freaking strong. Um, but we're going to do one call from request line. It is more so just an update of one of our past um, calls. Um, mom, I'll go ahead and read it, and then maybe you can just comment on it. And that'll be the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, y'all, this is another trigger warning. I have an update about my stepfather and my mother's situation. My mom called me today, September 20th, and told me that she is moving back in with my stepdad on Sunday, September 24th. I told her that I'm upset and disappointed about her actions. She said that things aren't working out at my aunt's house and that she missed being in the comfort of her own home. She said that my stepdad is in therapy and that she sees some improvements already. Side note, I'm a psychology student and I've researched cases similar to my situation. Unfortunately, having a mindset like that won't go away that fast. It's just bound to happen again and he will try his best not to get caught again. I pray that it doesn't happen to anyone else. I haven't talked to, to my young, younger sister yet because my mom wanted to talk to her first about it. I know that she would call I knew that she would get back with him, but I wasn't expecting it to be within 2 weeks. All I can do is pray for her safety and love her from a distance. The only ties I have with her is that she's taking care of my dog. It is only temporary until I move immediately after my graduation in December. In the meantime, I will not go anywhere near that house or him. This isn't the best update, but I'll continue to update y'all if anything changes. Also, thank you for the advice and kind words. I have suggested and gave information to my mom about her going to a domestic violence shelter since I was 17, but she always changed her mind about it. I live in South Carolina and there are a good amount of resources that help survivors, but it's up to the person
0: to want the help. Thank you again, loves. Thank you again for the update. I mean, literally, like, this is one call from the request line that like we've been waiting for an update just because exactly. we want to make sure everything works out but yeah. honestly like you're doing everything that you can in your power to handle the situation the best that you can like i agree i think you should keep your distance until she figures out like if this is a temporary or a permanent fits like realistically i think cutting ties is the best thing you can do because she's choosing to go back to her abuser and your abuser so there's really like no real positive outcome on it um I think definitely trying to at least make sure she's okay at least um but realistically I think if people if people want to accept help the first step is actually like choosing to accept it and not just like brushing it off or being like oh like I'm lonely and I want to go back to the comfort of what I know um yeah I mean I know it's really hard because she's a victim too but Mm -hmm. She also is a grown woman. And if she wants yes. to go back to that situation, like, and she's she's gotten out of it, like, that's on her.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, just really thank you for the updates. And if
1: there's any other updates or any other life thing that she want to ask us about, please let us know. Again, we are not um, professional anything, but we try our freaking hardest before we record to make sure we get these answers to you as much as we possibly can.
0: Yeah, and like, as best advice that we can give you too like even if we haven't gone to the situation we still have like empathy for you and what you're going through so if you have any other things that you're going through that you want advice on or how you handle it or how you and your sister are doing like keep us posted because we be like we really do be wanting to know like we talk about this after and before the podcast so
1: yeah and just for the next season, so we do, I, I did put a post um, in the group me and on this uh Black Girl story, hey, please send in any calls from the request line that you guys may have, and you guys sent him in. So what we're going to do is have a full, and we haven't done this for a few seasons, we're going to do a full episode full from calls from the request line, or full of calls from the request line. So you guys have probably about a week or two to send in your calls. Um, So please send them in ASAP so that we can have a full episode just answering all any and all your dilemmas. And um, yeah, just make sure you do um, go to that link tree, go to the free six free suggestion box. I got it. It took six seasons and um, and then post it in there. It's anonymous and we will make sure that we are going to be sitting down and figuring out all the answers to all your guys' questions. And that will be the first episode of season seven.
0: Yeah, and we'll actually have more time during the episode to like go through them and give you guys like more in depth answers too. So yeah, we have some good some good questions so far. I'm not gonna hold you. So like the girlies are getting into it, getting into life. Yeah, the girlies are the girlies are letting us know what's happening. Definitely. um. So yeah, guys, thank you guys for a great season again. Stay connected with us on social media. We're not gonna be gone for long. This mm-hmm. is gonna be a probably our shortest off season yet. Yeah. But um, follow us on typeablackgirls I mean not dot com. Whoa what website hopefully but what (laughs) What website Um, instagram.com slash type of black girls Mm -hmm. follow us on our personals keep up with us we love when you guys interact and yeah we will see you guys very shortly absolutely okay
1: bye y'all love y'all bye love ya